Episode 293 of the Biz Talk with Bill Royd podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm Managing Editor Kirk Seminoff, sitting in for Bill. We've got a coolest office competition going on at the WBJ website, and we've got a winner for the first half of the contest. It's SPT Architecture, which recently remodeled the city's old Greyhound bus terminal. Greg Tice of SPT joins me to talk about the project in episode 293. But first, let me tell you about the weekly edition of this week's Wichita Business Journal. This week's cover story is our five under 25 package. Innovation reporter Daniel McCoy profiles five founders of Wichita startups, all under the age of 25, and gets their thoughts on Wichita as a startup incubator. They talk about potential and how businesses in Wichita can help them grow. The 525 begin on page 12. This week's list is the area's largest law firms, ranked by number of Wichita attorneys. See who's at the top and read about the hiring challenges for all Wichita firms in a time where fewer attorneys are coming out of law school and more attorneys are retiring. The list is on page eight. This month, our Young Professionals series profiles rising professionals in the insurance industry. You can meet them beginning on page 17. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 24. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Greg Tice is a partner and architect at Spangenberg Phillips Tice Architecture, better known as SPT. And it's good to have him on after SPT was voted the winner of the first half of our Wichita Business Journal Coolest Offices competition. Greg, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Kurt. So in the summer of 2020, SPT announced it was leaving Old Town to renovate the former Greyhound bus terminal there in the 300 block of South Broadway. You were our upstairs neighbor at the, from the Wichita Business Journal here on North Mead for about 19 years, and we always liked you as neighbors. We didn't park in your parking spaces. You didn't park in ours. We had a good relationship. We miss you. Thank you. <laughs> but you've got a good thing going there at the bus terminal, and I, I wanted to ask you a lot about just the renovations and the project itself. Talk about the plans and for moving in there and redesigning it. Is that something that only a group of architects can see, can envision? Well, this is an interesting building. It, it, it certainly wasn't for every, anyone. Uh, our previous space was 7,000 square feet. Plus we had about, you know, we had a shared commons area in, in restrooms. So I'd say it's probably the equivalent of about 9,000 square feet. Uh, this building's 14,000 square feet. Uh, and it's not really easy to divide into a multi-tenant building. Uh, because it does has the, have the open two-story kind of lobby space, what was previously the lobby space where people came to uh, wait for the buses. Uh, so it really took kind of a user, probably about our size, who, who needed a little bit of room for growth to, to be able to use it. Talk about the first time you walked in there and you took a look at it. What, what did you think? Well, it certainly had some nice bones to it, but 
it was pretty rough. <laughs> and so, um, but one of the things, some of the things that really attracted us to the building uh, were the natural light, the windows that it has, the, the two-story open space, uh, the nice walkway around the perimeter on the second floor, uh, the, our own parking, our own covered parking, uh, which we kind of feel like gold to us. <laughs> so, uh, you can relate to that, I'm sure, based yes. on where you were before. And, uh, uh, and so then, uh, yeah, it was, you know, it structurally, you know, it's, it's a very solid building, concrete structure. Um, you know, it had um, a flat ceiling in it before, but we, we saw that we could expose the, the ceiling and the trusses um, and just kind of maybe bring it back to life. Mm -hmm. When architects are working on a place where they themselves are going to, to work and make a living, is it a, is it a different feeling for you as you get going in this kind of project? Well, it was certainly an interesting process when you have yeah, five business partners involved with each other who don't always work together and you have a, people with their own design ideas and, and having to figure out a way to uh, collectively work together. It was, it was certainly interesting, but, you know, we all like each other. So that helped. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that there are a lot of, I don't know if you want to call yourselves bullheaded or anything like that, but but strong personalities, right? Was, was it... Yeah a task to get them to, to get you all to come together? You know, we, uh, we learned to agree, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and so, no, I mean, conceptually, you know, um, you know, we had a couple of people who were probably more in charge and, and, uh, um, we, we, I think we had each our pieces that were important to us, maybe more so than others. And, and, uh, uh, design really came together pretty well. And, and really, uh, once we got under construction and found out we could do some things uh, that we really weren't sure we could do previously, uh, such as tearing a lot of the uh, tile off the walls, uh, it really uh, uh, what we did is we used walnut shells to blast the ceiling. And that really transformed the space with the warmth from the, from the natural wood and the ceiling that uh, has been here since 1947. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, you see it now with that warmth, it just is very different than it was previously. <laughs> for, for us lay people, and I, and I hope listeners have, have already gone in and see the photo gallery on our website of, of, of your office, but if they haven't, but be sure to go to it and, and take a look. It's remarkable. How, for us lay people, though, can you kind of describe uh, how much of the look is is reminiscent of, of a Greyhound terminal when it opened? Maybe what, I guess... 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago? Uh, really very little looks like it used to uh, be. Uh, before when Greyhound took it over, they renovated it. It used to be originally the Santa Fe Depot and, and Greyhound, you know, they have an Art Deco style that they have used in all their buildings. Uh, and so it's actually renovated previously by Greyhound in like, I think 1972, the building was built in 1947. And so it had a lot of, uh, four by four tile that was thick set on the walls uh, that had to be taken off. And so we, we uh, were able to expose the brick, the, uh, which we really wanted to since, uh, you know, we were in an old town, we we're in a brick building in old town. We really liked the feel of that and the, and the warmth from the brick. Uh, but then as we, you start to uncover things, really very interesting details started to be uncovered. Uh, there's this cantilever concrete piece that, that sticks out that, 
Originally, we thought maybe it was hung from the ceiling and from the rafters, like from the trusses, like the uh, two walkways are. Uh, but as we found, it was this really unique cantilever concrete piece that we were able to incorporate into their into the design. Uh, and so, yeah, they we kept the uh, the walkway around the perimeter the way it was. Uh, and actually, before before Greyhound renovated in 1970, it was a glass railing around there. So. Uh, it was yeah, just, it's been fun to kind of uncover some of those things. You mentioned at the outset that the, the, it looked kind of rough the first time you went in. Uh, were there tremendous challenges that had to be overcome or just everything could be overcome? Just in, it took some time. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of demo that went on. You know, there was a, a the offices on the second floor and uh, they were all built out of concrete block. And so, you know, those came down and there was a fire in one part of the lower uh, area that had to be, we had to rebuild that piece of it because uh, the fire had affected some things, some areas structurally, uh, but that, that wasn't really too bad really. Um, but uh, no, it's been, um, it's, it's been really fun to kind of transform the space. And I think one of the things we really like about it is the mix of the old and the new. You come in here, you get a sense of the details that, that we were able to uh, kind of utilize. And we had these, uh, between the, the roof trusses, the bowstring roof trusses, they, they had a two by six uh, wood framing that they hung the ceiling from or that ceiling was attached to. You know, you just don't get 24 foot long two by six studs anymore. And they have such great character. And we incorporated those throughout the throughout the building to uh, kind of bring that old and the new uh, detailing together. Uh, it's one of my favorite things about it. From from start to finish, how long did renovations take? Um, renovations took about eight months. It started in I think May or June, and then we finished. We moved in on January seventeenth. Do you do you as architects get a little antsy or a little eager for that for that end day and that move-in day to come? <laughs> yeah, we're definitely eager. Uh, you know, it's it was it's always an interesting process. Uh, honestly, uh, I really felt sorry for the contractors. Conco Construction built built it. They had a lot of patience with us, and and uh, we owe them a huge thanks uh, for just working. Through the details, especially as we were able to uncover things that uh, we couldn't previously know. You know, they did a, a great job of uh, being a partner with us through all that. Mm -hmm. Like you said earlier, that you went from nine thousand square feet roughly to fourteen thousand. What kind of what does that mean for an architectural firm to have that kind of extra room? Well, for us, it means we can grow. We were on top of each other in our old space. And uh, we, I think we've added three or four positions since we moved in. Uh, gonna, going to continue to add a, a few more along the way. Uh, so it allows us growth, uh, but it also allows us to just have some breathing room. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we also needed more conference rooms. We do more, uh, you know, calls like this. Uh, we needed spaces that we could uh, uh, just do more collaboration in. And so it was, it's just been a fantastic move for us. Are, are there features in the building that, that only architects could notice or only architects could love? Just little things? Oh, I think so. Um, but I hope collectively it all comes together. So as you walk through, you just, everybody can, everybody can appreciate it. Um, 
for instance, the, the glass wall behind me, you know, there's things aren't always square in an old building. And so uh, when you're trying to uh, kind of build into that, we built in details that allowed for, you know, the contractors to come in and put things in without necessarily having to uh, uh, be tight on other details. And you can see that in some of the, uh, some of the detailing that we have. And, and I think it really shines through that, you know, that's kind of one of the things I like about how, as I said previously, you can see the old with the new. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you about the state of architecture right now as, as a business. Uh, you, you mentioned you are growing, um, and I don't know if all firms are growing, but talk about what's going on in architecture right now. And, and you know, we've heard so much about hiring and so many different sectors that we write about. How is the, the industry right now? Um, for us, it's really good. And we had a great year last year. Uh, we think we're going to have a, a good year again, uh, a great year again. And so uh, we're not really seeing a, a slowdown in, in any markets at this point, uh, continuing to expand in some. And so, uh, yeah, I think, you know, in general, uh, we hope to see kind of a calming down of the inflation and inflationary prices that have, that have happened. And I think we're starting to see that with materials uh, and uh uh, hopefully as that calms down a little bit, people will still be wanting to build things, but we're continuing to start new projects and, and get new projects coming in the door. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, and I think in general, I think people are still pretty busy. We're hearing that from subcontractors and contractors as well. So uh, markets still seem pretty, pretty strong. Was there a point when inflation was starting and, and as bad as it's been in 40 years, you know, that, that, you all were concerned that maybe projects would slow down or, or not start. Yeah, there's definitely concern. Uh, just things, you know, I, a good example that I use a lot is that pre-COVID, the price of wood was around $400 per thousand board feet. And then during COVID and right after, it went all the way up to $1,700 per thousand board feet. And it kind of settled around $1,200 uh, per thousand board feet. And then uh, everybody was saying at the time, you know, we think it might come back down to 600, but it's never going to come back down to 400. Well, last week it was below 400 and today is at 426. So, you know, that was kind of a leading indicator that uh, when wood started to go up shortly after everything else started to go up. And then uh, uh, I, we're hopeful that as wood has come down, that'll be kind of an indicator that other things will come down. I heard last month sheet metal came down 16%. So yeah, you're starting to see some of that come back. Does that even amaze you? Does that surprise you that it that it came down like that? Well, yeah. But, you know, at first it was like, it surprised us that it kept going up and kept going up. And, and then uh, uh, it, it is kind of, the markets are interesting. I don't pretend to be an expert on the markets, uh, but uh um, I know what I, we're still talking to contractors and there's, they are still seeing some inflationary pricing going on. So everybody's after we, we've been through over the last year, everybody's still kind of uh, on edge a little bit about where things are, are going. It's hard to predict at this point. Mm-hmm. So. One final question about your renovations as an architect, uh, when you are working on other projects now that aren't places that you're going to be working uh, is it any kind of a letdown at all, or is it, are you, does a completing a project like one that you're sitting in right now does that pump you up even more to try try things and achieve things that 
Yeah. No, I, you know, every project's new and exciting and, and there's always a new challenge with them. And I think one thing that this has allowed us to do is showcase our talents to our clients a little more. And uh, we loved our old space and everybody was kind of sad to leave, but then you get into something new and they're like, wow, we, this really shows off what we can do. And, and we've had several clients just, uh, everybody comes in here is really, really excited about it and, and intrigued by it. And, and has said it's such a, such a wonderful space. And yeah, I, I think it just inspires us to be better. It's, you know, when you're, when you're in a space that you love being in, uh, it helps you do good work. <laughs> so. And it's probably also a little bit like college football recruiting. If you, when you are bringing prospective customers in and they see what you're working in that you created yourself, that, that's got to help. Yeah, you know, it definitely has. The last two people we've hired, I heard uh, one young woman who's graduating from architecture in May and uh, we hired another uh, intern that has been working with us last summer. And, and they both say, I just can see myself working there. I'd love to be working in a place like that. And so uh, it has definitely helped with our recruiting. So Very nice. Very nice. Well, Greg, Greg Tice, an architect and partner with SPT. Congratulations on your new office and congratulations on your voting win in the first half of our competition. And we'll see you in the final come February against a to be determined opponent. Yeah. Well, thank you. And if anybody wants to come see it, we're, you know, just drop in and we'd love to show people around. It doesn't take a, a whole lot of time. And, and there's some nice stories along the way um, that we're able to share. And, and one thing that's also been really neat about the building is there's a lot of people that have come through this building since it was a Greyhound bus building. And, and they tell the stories about how they, how they came to pick up an ant or they came or they left here to uh, go somewhere. And, and hearing those stories uh, is, is always fun. So, um, and some people just want to see how it's been transformed and, you know, anybody's welcome to come drop by and say hi. That's terrific. Well, thanks, Greg. Thank you. Well, that's it for this talk with Bill Moy this week, episode 293. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Moy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.